this is the one thing that bothers me. Because people openly say Michael Jordan was a better defender. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. Who did Michael Jordan defend? Who at that position at that time was coming at you saying, I'm going to go dance on you and give you 30? Yeah. That wasn't a perimeter league. That was a big man league. Michael Jordan didn't defend the bigs. Michael Jordan had to defend guards that were trying to put up 12, 13, 14 a night through the flow of the game. Now, if you go look at Kobe's matchups, this was the league. Imagine the Lakers schedule and Kobe Bryant's got to defend a T-Mac, an AI, a Vince, a Gilbert, a Brandon Roy, uh, uh, Kevin Durant after, Kobe, uh, LeBron Wade, James, Carmelo, Wade D. Wade, Carmelo Anthony. You saw the most electrifying scores and dogs that this game has ever seen in Kobe's era. He was the guy that had to go guard them and go get you 35 on the other end. I would just, I mean, you hit it right on the head. I was just about to say that. I mean, that's, that's crazy to think he's guarding these guys every night, expending knowledge, energy on defense, and you can still count on them to give you 30 a game. That is very, very tough. I don't think the average fan understands how much conditioning you have to be doing in the offseason to get ready for that type of that type of grind for an 82 game season plus the playoffs. Oh no, it, it, you fans can only imagine that. The, that's why I said to average 30 a night. That is to do that every night. People don't understand. It's 82 games. Yeah, you see a lot of people do it for a week, a month, but to know every night this guy sick, injured, he's going at 30. Tough. It's crazy. Tough. Even even uh, another thing about Kobe. And he was just as good on the defensive level, though. People Absolutely. Don't I mean, even at the end of his career, we, we're playing against them. We're playing against the Lakers in Denver. And Lou Will told this uh, story to people. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we were playing against them, and I was cooking them. And I had, like, 25 in, in, in the first half, 25 in the first half. And – he came out in the second half, and he made it a point to guard me the whole second half. And I probably only scored four points out of that. But, I mean, he was he, he was so smart. Yeah. Uh, he had big hands. I mean, uh, he was strong. And he was smart. Even the times I got past him, I remember I got past him one time, and I was about to go dunk. You could, like, yeah, he blocked you. On, on he blocked you. And he – and he smacked like he was just <laughs> he's a dog. He, he could deny. I mean he was strong and, and he and he, he moved he moved his feet on balls. So it was like I mean he he was different, man. He was different. And then you got, you know, there's that whole concept like that era was just like the post Michael Jordan era was full of perimeter stars. Cause you now saw Mike, you got inspired by Mike. Now the league is just flooded with dogs on the perimeter. So imagine Kobe on an off night thinking, okay, I got a break. We're facing the Knicks, and then Jamal Crawford's going to put up 40. You had reserves. You had guys like Manu Ginobili. You had guys like, you know, there's underrated hoopers even in that time that weren't all-stars. Rudy Gay later on, you know, like guys yeah. like that that could go give you 30 and challenge you on any given night. I don't think Mike had that type of challenge aside from maybe like a Clyde, Dominique. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you spot on right now with that. I was about to say the same thing. I mean, it's only he probably had a handful of guys, literally a handful. And Kobe, I mean, like you said, you got the starters. They they created this trend where six four six six guys were coming in, and like you said, you get a guy off the bench like Jamal, who especially at that time was very underrated, who can go out and give you forty. Yeah, I mean, it, 
it, it's crazy, man. When you think about Mono coming off the bench, like you said, uh, it's just it was a lot of guards back then, man. That was wingmen that were crazy, man. Crazy Ben Gordon. You had guys like Michael Red. You had so many just snipers yeah. left and right that were liable to go off for forty on any given night. Yeah, sure. you know, Kobe had to go pick them up. And even in today's era, now this is the thing with today's era. You had a, I think it was a seventy-point game at a pro am, right? Yeah. Now people are gonna say, "Oh, he can't do that in the league," but I'm like, he's playing against overseas guys in that game, and this man has seventy. So now, if you give him the ultimate green light to just go score in the league, you're telling me this guy can't put up twenty-five, thirty? So this I mean, league now, bro, is filled. Like, Eric Gordon had a 50-point game, and people might say this is because of the defense, but that dude is still creating shots. That dude's still making shots. That dude's still getting to the rim. Yeah, it's tough bucket. now. He's a bucket. And that game, that game I had 70, that actually at the time was against all NBA players on the Think opposite about that. Yeah. Like, DeAndre Jordan's in that game, Kimball Walker, uh, Brandon Jennings at that time, uh, Derek Williams, who had just went number two in the draft. I mean, it was it was it was all NBA players, and like That's you said, tough. I don't know if I can score seventy in the NBA game. I won't speak on that, but if uh, uh, unleash me and being that guy on the team, I definitely can average twenty points per game at least. I mean, I already averaged fourteen, fifteen as a a third option at best. So right, I mean, right. I don't know if we will win, but I know I definitely could average twenty points per game in the league. Right, 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 and. Um... And that just, like, goes back to my point, man. So, like, when you really look at – if I go defend, you know, a group of a group of 10th graders, I'm going to look like a great defender. But that shit's going to change the moment you put a guy playing Juco. You bring a guy from D1, now I don't look like that great of a defender because he's coming at me, athletic, strong, he's scoring, he's getting to the cup, he's creating shots off the dribble. That changes the whole dynamic of a game. So you can't measure one guy's defense that played in a whole different era. you got to see what Mike was doing. Late 90s, when AI came in, they were eating. They were getting their 30s. The, the Stephon Marbury's were doing their thing. So I'm not saying Kobe stopped those guys, but Kobe had to take the – because you ain't stopping those guys, period. Yeah. They're cooking. But you have to still take on the assignment and try to get that stop, and it just changes the whole dynamic of what defense really is. Yeah, no question about it. Like you said, it was just a whole different wave that he's gotten each and every night that – I mean, like you said, he's not stopping. No one can stop him, but just to be putting all that energy and trying to, you know, contain a guy from, from getting his average or getting 50 <laughs> and then to go, to, go out on the other end and still get your average or go off and get 50, That, like you said, that takes a lot of energy.